Hello, and welcome to the Goldsmiths BA Design Podcast. You are listening to our individual podcast series, in which students from the third year share their design practice as well as their final major project, offering personal understandings of what design is and what it can do. This episode, we hear from Daphne, who discusses new and existing methods of school education. Please follow the channel to hear more from our year group, but for now, here's the recording. Hi, my name is Daphne Hamilton-Jones, and I am a BA Design Year 3 student at Goldsmiths, University of London. Today, I will talk about the project I am currently working on, which is my third year project. It's a project about the ways in which individualisation and the step-by-step approach to learning can benefit education for children between the ages of 7 and 10. Over the year, I have worked on the creation of different types of learning paths with various degrees of personalisation. My very first iterations invited children to input their tastes in regards to learning material activities they did, and using this through step-by-step process, starting with an activity the learner likes, for example, then one they dislike, etc. Since then, I have explored different options using a wide variety of materials, from laser-cut MDF to coded elements, to create different versions of what a step-by-step approach to learning might look like. Something that has informed my process a lot is a very interesting journal article by Drs Cordova and Lepper called Intrinsic Motivation and the Process of Learning, Beneficial Effects of Contextualization, Personalization and Choice. I felt like contextualization, personalization, and choice became a very, very important part of what I was trying to do with my learning paths. Step by step is already a very important part of learning, but using that in a frame where personalization and choice and contextualization are around can be extremely rich. The paper has really informed my process giving me extremely interesting insight on the psychology of learning and motivation. Of course, ideas like this are taken into account by the teaching that's done today in classes, but it's very difficult to be personal with the large classes of our education system today. I talk to teachers, psychologists, parents, and of course children, alongside this very interesting journal article. And I got an interesting perspective on how and why it's important that children have a voice in their learning. It's important that they really get to see what they achieve and what's to come. That's why I really felt like using paths to monitor an educational route was very important, making it all tangible and visible. Working on education has become a very big thing for me over the last few years. For obvious reasons, as I was a tutor, I did lots of tutoring with a variety of very different children. But also, through my design projects, which ended up having an educational side to them. Very often, sometimes more geared towards adults and sometimes more geared towards children. During the second year of my BA, I did a project about tourism in London and the many ways in which visitors miss some aspects of the city that may sometimes feel more genuine. While testing the collection of souvenirs we made, I realised, with my groupmates, that we had more interactions with younger people, with the younger generation, children between the ages of 4 and 10, 
tended to be interested in the animals of London, for example. And that's something we took forward a lot. It felt like the interaction with children was a very important part of what we were doing, of that touristic education in a way. Then, at the end of that year, came what we call the live brief. We worked with the British Library and Google, which is around it, in the so-called knowledge quarter. And in that situation, we decided to make books from the British Library digital. And in that sense, we created a completely new way to explore literature, very ancient literature, through the use of modern technology. And for people who don't necessarily have access to the British Library, which is actually a, a public place, every citizen of Britain at least should be able to see it. I felt like that project was very interesting and I think it fed a lot of my reflection that came towards this project today in the idea that I really want to facilitate access to knowledge and develop interest and motivation for it. I think that project from last year was very interesting from a technological perspective because of course if you're bringing things into the digital realm you have to work on that in very different ways. I think technology is a very interesting aspect of education. It's controversial. It's often difficult to implement. It lacks some of the kinesthetic aspects of learning, but it is very useful, especially in the context where learning needs to be facilitated with a large number of people. I've discussed it a lot with a psychologist, and I realised it was a very interesting option it opened doors to more personalization in schoolrooms. But people need to have the right material, the right equipment, the time, and the right amount of plugs in a way in a classroom is one of the most important things in personalization through technology. I think it's, it's a change that's going on. And I did wonder about it for quite some time. And I think... That was partly why I really wanted to work on making my project a very physical one, a tangible one. It's also very important for children to be able to touch things. Um, a lot of learning is done by writing in school books, but that's, that's very little compared to what's actually possible. But I think with the COVID-19 crisis we're experiencing right now, things have changed Technology has become irreplaceable. It's the only way students can connect with teachers in a lot of countries around the world and continue to follow the curriculum. I think there's a lot of doubt amongst parents as to whether or not their child needs to follow the curriculum. Um, some parents think not at all. Some think that's really, really important and try to keep their children working. But it's never going to be the same as taking them to school. The best they can do is try to find motivating tools to help children really want to invest time and effort at home into their learning experience. I think it's very interesting to see how the world has transformed and how the educational world is going through so many changes and things we we never really realised were possible or necessary. 
all of a sudden have become completely different. What's also very interesting with that project is I got to work with all of these materialities. I've talked about the strange and interesting transformation of the educational world that directs it towards tech, but by using laser cutting, 3D printing, printed graphics, throughout my project, because I used all of these to make different learning plans, I think I realized that there are a lot of different ways to convey things and I found it very interesting to work with all of these different techniques. I might not be an expert. I think it's it's hard to to get some expertise from such little time spent working with these things. But I've definitely enhanced a lot of my skills by trying to teach and I think that's what's really interesting with education as well. It teaches you as well. And that's it. That was Daphne Hamilton-Jones with a project about education. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions about this week's podcast, feel free to send them to badshowpodcast20 at gmail.com. Tune in next week. But if you can't wait, head over to our group series or step into our YouTube studios at Bad Isolation to get more insight into the lives of the third-year goldsmiths designers. For now, stay safe and goodbye.